Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I wanted to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and what we will be speaking about today is information that's going to make you rich and famous. Well, not quite, but it may make you famous. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what, uh, what we have in store for you. Okay. The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. Some people say the quality of your relationships, but in this respect here, the happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. That's it. Okay, the best mathematical equation ever. One cross, three nails, equals four given. Can't be said any better than that. One cross plus three nails equals four given. And it's actually true. A friend, the late great... Um, what was it? Nightingale? Was it Ernie Nightingale? I don't know what the... Uh, was it Ernest Nightingale? I'm, I'm drawing a blank now. Earl Nightingale. I don't know. I don't know where my head is sometimes. Work never killed anyone. It's worry that does the damage. The worry would disappear if we would just settle down and do the work. Simple as that. Simple but not easy. Our friend Darren Hardy today in his Darren Daily video email titled, This is When to Quit. There's five questions to ask before you give up. And he makes some nice statements. He, he does. He says you have to quit some things so you are freed to pursue other things. It makes sense. There were these podcast founders that were hosting podcasts until Apple entered the arena. And they decided to quit. At first you may say, well, geez, that's, that's not too um, courage-worthy. But they started a different handle called Twitter. I think they made a good choice in quitting one and starting the other. And there was an owner of a soap and baking soda company that used to sell his contents with a stick of gum. And 
people were really intrigued by the product. The gum, that is. Tells you a little bit maybe about his product. So he said, you know what, I'm going to quit and start a chewing gum enterprise. And I don't know if you folks heard of Mr. Wrigley. But he seemed to fare pretty well with that venture. So there are exceptions, is the point. And you need to know what to quit and what to stick to. You know, everybody's business is, um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a drag um, most days. But it's the results that we're going after. And it's the uh, industry that we need to be passionate about. So, with that said, there's five questions to ask yourself about quitting. And the first one is, are you doing what you're doing because it's what you think you should do? Because your family member is in the business? Or because your dad asked you to go into this field? You know, that can be a recipe for disaster if you're doing something because of a loved one. The second question is, if you're no longer loving what you're doing at all. And some people get confused by that because, as I mentioned, you know, day in and day out, the daily grind isn't that lovable. You know, most people aren't infatuated with their daily um, chore of generating profits in, in their, their business or, or whatever they do. Uh, and this is for employees as well. But you, you really have to love what you do. And if you don't, get the heck out. You know, and you may say, well, that's easier said than done. It is, but you know what? Find out what you love and, and, and make, the, make the jump. Get your financials in order. Figure out what needs to be done. And, and again, this may be five years down the road, but at least have it in, in place. Have it something that you're yearning for. Now you have a, a goal and a destination that's, that's burning hot. And number three, uh, it's just not working no matter the persistence. You know, and, and that can be said for a lot of businesses. You know, you can put in effort time in and time again. Uh, but, you know, if it's not generating a, a profit, that's, that's problematic. So, you know, be conscious of that. And the fourth is you're just chasing sunk cost after sunk cost. Uh, you know, and again, that relates a little bit from what we just said above, number three. But 
you, you can't just be chasing your tail uh, in, in actual costs and uh, time costs and energy costs. Darren said it best when he said, you want to marry the result, not the business. And that is so very true. You know, we want the results, not the business. And the fifth is fear of everything. Fear of, you know, what to do, how to act, what to say, what people think. If fear is consuming you, fight through that fear. And if it's still prevalent, well, then you're going to have to quit and move to where you're less fearful in the respect. And the RLC, rest, rest is our part one today. And it's important to be in first gear for some time. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's very important. Now, some people say you got to get out of first gear. But what I say is you need to stay in first gear at times to, to get that rest and rejuvenation that you need. Um, you hear this all the time, you know, you receive, um, more with less. I put you receive less with more, but it's, it's not, it's not necessarily the case. Uh, in this, in, in most examples, when you tailor back, yeah, you may, you know, tailor back some revenue and some income at a time, but you'll get more from other areas. So keep that in mind. And if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. So take that for what it's worth because that's huge. You know, the devil's always working. The negativity is always at us. The insight of the day today, without continual growth and progress... Such words as improvement, achievement, success have no meaning. None. We need continual growth and progress. And I received this one from Mass this morning in praying uh, with a reflection on the readings. And essentially what I came up with, in order to transform our lives, we must first listen. We must listen to ourselves, our teachers, and especially God. So focus on that. Focus on listening with not just your sight, but your hearing, your smell your taste, your feel, 
And I don't necessarily mean that literally, but that brings you to your intellectual fa- intellectual factors, such as you know your perception, your will, your uh, imagination, your reason, your memory, your intuition. Those things there will get you to the next level. So listen with those intellectual factors. And the motivate us quote today, an unfortunate past is never an excuse to continue negative thinking in the present. Negative thinking is never permissible, ever. It can't be. There's just no good that's going to come out of it. That's like saying a bad tree bears good fruit. never happens. A good tree only can bear good fruit. So, with that said, I um, was heading to the gym yesterday morning, and I got this, you know, irritation in my forearm and it felt like like a, like a blister or, or like a, even a floor burn and I you know took my coat sleeve and pulled it down past my elbow and I, I looked and I said oh son of a gun there's a little scab there but it turned out there was an actual tick embedded in my forearm so I yanked the thing out, and I ate it. <laughs> I uh, opened the car door, and I kind of uh, churned it into the sandy asphalt to kill it. And I apologize if anyone's offended by me killing a tick, but I didn't want anyone else to get bit by it. But I don't know if I pulled it all out. And... It left quite a scab, you know, and I uh, went to my physician today. It turns out she's leaving the practice, um, which is too bad. Uh, But the woman's like, I can get you in on Friday. And I showed her the tick bite. She's like, hang on a second. And she went to the back room and she came back. She's like, can you come in later today at, say, 4.30? I said, sure, I'll come in. Um, and she said, you know, plan on staying overnight. <laughs> so she, I just hope they give me a, a prescription to, to alleviate any uh, potential of Lyme disease is, is my, my main concern. Um, so what's funny about my present uh, doctor's office is that there's a, a conglomerate of physicians in there and they are owned by a big a big company and it, I can just see the unhappiness in some of their eyes and it's it's a shame and, and I assume again I assume that my uh, physician's assistant that I see she's leaving the practice I would say because She's 
just burnt out and she can do it better somewhere on a, on a more local basis, you know, and, uh, with, with medical care, there's, there's just so many layers, but you know, it's managed care. The insurance companies are dictating what these doctors can, can and can't do really, or the, the, the price that they'll pay. And, you know, people are fed up, you know, and you have to do what's best ultimately for the, the patient, but it doesn't always work out that way. So what am I getting at? This is a perfect example of, of either you quit or you find a way to make things work as a healthcare worker in, in my particular office, you know, and the girl up front was very friendly, very personable, uh, and hopefully that is contagious as opposed to another contagious uh, ailment, which is um, unhappiness and unfriendliness, you know, and, and complaining. But that's, you know, my, my objective is to try to bring out the best in other people. And I think I can do that as soon as I bring out the best in myself, correct? So, okay, I, uh, I'm jumping down from my soapbox today. It was a high one. It was like, you know, four or five stacked on top of each other. So I was way up there. Hopefully you could hear me. And I look forward to uh, speaking to you tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.